Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in our regular everyday lives instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few? Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hi, happy people, and welcome back. Today, we're talking about three happiness tools to prepare for the holiday season. A lot of you know that we just had an international move this summer from the United States back to Canada. We're a Canadian family, but we thoroughly enjoyed our five years in the United States. One of the things I discovered during this time is the magic of American Thanksgiving. In today's podcast, I'm talking about preparing for the holiday season, which I now realize in Canada is based on our Christmas season. But in the U.S., it starts with Thanksgiving and continues through Christmas. I loved experiencing U.S. Thanksgiving thanks to all our friends and family who invited us into that celebration with you. So fun. However, holidays and celebrations like Thanksgiving and Christmas are not always happy, stress-free times. This can be a very tough season for many people. I wanted to talk about preparing for this holiday season because I think it's about preparing yourself for what's to come instead of pretending or hoping this year will be different. Think ahead of how you will prepare and cope with the upcoming holiday season. Denial and blind wishing has never worked in the past, so this year... I was thinking, let's try using some of our happiness tools to to set ourselves up for more joy this season. All right, so you've heard me talk about my friend Doris and the women's money group that I'm part of. Well, last month, we were discussing preparing for holiday spending. What? (laughs) People actually do that? After this discussion, the idea hit me. I sat down with my husband and son, and we discussed what each of us wants for our Christmas experience. It started with a discussion of gifts, but then quickly switched to being less about gifts and more about experiences and time with friends and family. The discussion was based around the question, what do you want from your Christmas holiday? What will make this holiday a success for you? Like I said, we started with gifts and experiences, but I realized that if my almost 100% extroverted husband had his way, we would be socializing the whole holiday. I thought back to something Brene Brown mentioned in one of her books, I think it was Rising Strong, but don't quote me on that, about doing the Venn diagram with her family about summer holidays. She was surprised and delighted about what that looked like for them. It made me realize that often we do things because we've always done them that way, or because it's expected of us, or we don't make any decisions and just get caught up in what we think we're supposed to do. So why am I talking about this today? Well, a big part of this journey for me has been self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-love. And as I get to know myself better and accept and love me for who I am right now, I am learning to be very honest with myself. And when I'm honest with myself, I can identify situations that I might get myself into that don't necessarily bring out my best self. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know that about myself. It's humbling, but we're being real. This family discussion we had about finding our family crossovers for what a successful holiday looks like to us, we each found our voice and shared what was important to us. 
We started with our family unit. Knowing what we wanted before the season started gives us a reference point for all the rest of the decisions that are coming. Be they social invites, Black Friday specials we are tempted by, or impromptu meetups, we're heading into this season having thought about what a great holiday looks like for us as a family, but also each of us individually, and we share that with each other. Christmas can be a really hard time for some people. It isn't the happiest time of the year for everyone, and even if it has its joys, it can also have its challenges. So that's what got me to today's topic of the three happiness tools to prepare for the holiday season. All right, so back to the idea of knowing myself and being honest with my strengths, but also my challenges. As much as I love people, I also need quiet me time to recharge. As I head into this very social season, I thought about three things I can do for me to take care of myself through this season and give those around me what I consider to be the best version of me right now. The best version because I've prepared and thought about how to take care of me before I find myself in the middle of a sleep-deprived, over-socialized, and stressed-out situation. I know, right? It's the happiest time of the year. Before I tell you which tools I chose to focus on for me this year, I will tell you that in my office, I have a poster with all the 21 days of our 21-day happiness challenge. I have been busy prepping for our next 21-day happiness challenge in February, tweaking things and making them better for this next challenge. I consider the 21-day happiness challenge a quick look into 21 tools you can add to your happiness toolbox. I don't believe it's anyone else's responsibility to give you happy or what you think will make you happy. I'm a firm believer that having done the work over the past few years, that it's a gift you give yourself. And sometimes we need reminders of those tools and how they help us stay focused on the right things. So I know you think I bop around all the time happy because that's why I started this podcast. Well, no, (laughs) I started the podcast because I realized I was on a journey to find my happier. And I figured there were people out there like me who could benefit from reminders about these tools and what they can do to take charge of their lives and figure out their own happiness. It looks different for all of us, but these things I consider tools in our happiness toolboxes are just that. They're tools we can use daily or in different times in our life when we need to be reminded of things we can do to help ourselves through the tough times or enhance the good ones. So there I was sitting at my desk thinking about how I was going to make it through this holiday season and which tools I was going to focus on. And I looked over to this list of the 21 Day Happiness Challenge. And these are the three tools I chose for myself. So I'm going to share them with you. But please know it's just a suggestion of to get thinking about your holiday season coming up, and maybe what tools you have in your toolbox. All right, so heading into the season, the number one tool that I am using to prepare myself is gratitude. So much these days is about consumerism, and I think especially Christmas. I want to remember all the good that I have and focus on that. When I focus on what I'm grateful for, other things seem to fall in place. I always like to refer back to the quote by Willie Nelson where he says, When I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. When we express gratitude, we notice all the amazing things in our life. We stop focusing on what is wrong or missing and appreciate what we have. Given the world is all about comparing and keeping up these days, I find this happiness tool one of my most powerful. Acknowledging what we are grateful for keeps us from thinking people owe us something. Our family has had a few cancer scares in the last few years, and putting things in perspective, I am so grateful for the health our families and our friends have. 
It's not something to be taken for granted. I think that if I head into this season focusing on what I'm grateful for, little things that might normally stress me out or upset me become less important. The second tool I'm focusing on this season is self-compassion. I find when I treat myself with self-compassion, I treat others with it too. I realize that I'm not perfect and that I'm going to screw up, I'm going to miss something, and perhaps sometimes I'll hurt others' feelings. For me, I'm a people pleaser, and this is stressful. Self-compassion is important for me to realize none of us are perfect. Struggle is hard and part of our shared human experience. Knowing and accepting this as part of our life experience is something I have to remind myself of often. In my head, if Christmas isn't perfect, then I can get pretty critical of myself. This happiness tool has been a game changer for me. I first got introduced to this concept in Brene Brown's book, The Gifts of Imperfection. She referenced Dr. Kristen Neff's work, and I did more digging into that. Dr. Neff explains the three elements of self-compassion. They're self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. So being a kind friend to myself when I screw up instead of going down the path of self-criticism, realizing that suffering and feelings of personal inadequacy is something we all go through. It's not just happening to me. This stuff happens to all of us. And lastly, the mindfulness. That's when we realize we need a balanced approach to negative emotions. We don't ignore them or over-identify with them. This last one is challenging for me. I'm definitely getting better at it, but I am learning to realize that I can feel upset, but I don't have to hold on to it and identify with it, knowing that I can let it go and nurture myself through it and not cling to the yucky negativity. And the last happiness tool that I'm heading into this season with is boundaries and how to ask for what you need. During the 21 Day Happiness Challenge, how to ask for what you need is presented by figuring out your love language. For me, that also encompasses knowing yourself enough and learning to ask for what you need while respecting what others need. It's the whole communication thing. I find that when I don't express my boundaries and what I need, I very quickly fall into the victim mentality and feel sorry for myself. I've learned over time that if I don't express what I need or at least say no when I really don't want to do something or set my boundaries based on my values, then I start to feel overwhelmed and taken advantage of. In many instances, I could have avoided this by being clear with my needs and wants. When I don't have the courage to communicate my boundaries, then I feel taken advantage of. It is not always easy setting boundaries, but it's part of adulting. I know, right? You should never feel guilty for expressing your needs. And in turn, when you learn to express yours, you can then respect when others share theirs. And in fact, admire when someone has the courage to share their needs with you. My fear of disappointing people and need to avoid conflict ends me up in situations I don't want to be in. Then I get resentful and I'm not the best me I could be. So this leads me to another quote. Let today mark a new beginning for you. Give yourself permission to say no without feeling guilty, mean, or selfish. Anybody who gets upset or expects you to say yes all the time clearly doesn't have your best interest at heart. Always remember, you have a right to say no without having to explain yourself. Be at peace with your decisions. And that's from Stephanie LaHart. I am no expert. The only person I'm an expert in is me. And today I'm sharing with you about thinking ahead about the tools that can help me enjoy this holiday season. I think the self-awareness and preparation I'm doing now will help me navigate this busy, often stressful season. And I'm sure the best me going through this. 
I have a plan and tools to get me through the season with as much joy and happiness as I can. And when things go sideways, or maybe even just not as I'd hoped, as they inevitably will, I have my happiness tools at the ready. I hope today's podcast at least got you thinking about some of the stressors that you are going to encounter this Christmas, and maybe how you're going into it eyes wide open and ready to focus on what really matters. I truly believe that starting with gratitude will help put everything in perspective. What do you really want out of this season? What's really important? Your challenge this week is to visualize how you're going to make it through this season as the best possible you. Take the time to think about some of the struggles you might have and how to prepare for them in advance. Don't pretend they won't happen. Ask yourself, how can I prepare now to help myself through whatever challenges this season has? It doesn't have to be any of the happiness tools that I mentioned today. But if you do the work and figure out how you're going to set yourself up for success this holiday season... I'd love for you to share that in the comments on the website or at the Happier You Facebook group. Remember, it is your journey, but we are stronger together. We can all learn from sharing our lessons with one another. I will also put a link in the show notes for our next 21-day happiness challenge that we will be starting in February. I'd love for you to join us. I'm excited about the improvements and changes for this next one. I know I've already given you two quotes this week, but I'm going to send you off with one last one, and it's from Henry J.M. Nowen. Joy does not simply happen to us. We have to choose joy and keep choosing it every day. All right, happy people. Have a good one and go get your happy on. Before I tell you which choose, uh, I have been busy prep. I've been the <laughs> focusing what I'm on. I think self-awareness and prep. Uh, how can I prepare now to help myself? God, this shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that they could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.